Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside of the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? And now, join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. <laughs> hey, y'all, good morning, good afternoon, good ev- good evening, <laughs> good everything, <laughs> wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, fantastical, magical, delicious, delightful world. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with me, Keisha Clark. I am your happily unconventional host and change agent, and I am grateful you are spending either this few moments or perhaps this entire hour with me today. Thank you so much. If it's your first time stopping by, um, you might be in for a little treat. Um, and I won't say one way or the other. It's all up to you. And uh, in case you don't know anything about the show, well, it's where I get to play with and we get to play with Stop Asking Our Lives to Make Sense because that's one of my favorite things to do and to invite people to do. <laughs> so that's what I'm inviting you to this hour. And uh, if you have joined us before and you're one of our regulars, um, wow, thank you so much for the contribution you are and are being and that you are to these conversations. I adore getting to have these conversations every week with you. And I love that we get to play from anywhere in the world. Oh, goodness gracious, how awesome is that? Yeah, you can listen in on all kinds of different uh, streaming um, um, options, and you can also join us here live if you want to. Click on over into the chat room. Just look for the word chat room on the blue bar near the top of any screen on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can give yourself a name. It could be yours or anybody you want to be today. <laughs> you can come on in and play with us during the live show. And if you're not listening to this when it's live uh, during on any of the Fridays that I air live, then just thank you for coming by. And if something um, puts some ripples in your universe, you are welcome to email me. It is Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Kind of easy there. So, <laughs> and I see we have some peeps in the chat room. And some of my favorite peeps in the whole wide world are playing with me right now. <laughs> Good morning, Ethel. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, we have no fun at all here on Inspired Choices Network, (laughs) folks. I don't know what to tell you. So uh, what the heck are we talking about today? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna poke the bear, I think. I might. Although, I love bears. I don't really, you know, want to disturb them or bother them. So I'm probably really just gonna ruffle a few people's feathers. The bears are probably fine with me. (laughs) In reality. And what we are playing with today is enemy mind. Mm-hmm. I said it, enemy mind, as in M-I-N-D, as in your mind. So have you made your mind your enemy? Hmm. Have you heard all of the information and the speeches about the function and the purpose of our brain and our mind and taken that 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 is the way it is? Oh, and here's my co-host, LuLaRue. She's making an appearance. So what if there is far more to our mind than what we think? <laughs> art, art, art. I know. I'm, I'm a comedian. What can I say? So this week, that is our Beyond Linear Adventure, into our mind. Does it limit us? 
Or have we just learned how to use it to limit ourselves? And what if something totally different is totally possible with our mind? Yeah. Now, just my disclaimer here, guys. Yes, I am fully aware <laughs> that this is a topic that is far more than we can fully venture into in perhaps the 55 minutes we have. And I'm still going to have fun with it anyway. <clears throat> so, in case those of you, uh, for, for you new po folks, the one you hear in the background is my co-host, Lillaroo. She is my um, goddess of consciousness in feline form this time around. <laughs> and she will be contributing and assisting us in moving some energy throughout the show. So she's getting herself situated here. She was a little bit after the starting bell today, but we let her kind of do whatever the heck she wants to do. So, um, hello, my darling. Come on. Let's get ourselves together here. So enemy mind, what in the world am I talking about? Um, this is an interesting, well, you know, dare I say this is an interesting topic. Um, to me, it's so fascinating that I watch and listen to all of the information about the mind and about brains. And I am actually, I think it's like super duper cool that we have all of the ways that we can observe the brain, monitor the brain, look look at what goes on in our brains and, in, you know, with the technology we have at this point in our story. And it amazes me. I think it's so cool. Um, and what I, what I notice in addition to that is with all of these capabilities we have, um, <laughs> we, we're very quick to monitor something, observe something, um, you know, check things out, and then we make these, we, we draw these conclusions, which, ironically, we do with our minds, <laughs> which I think is funny. Um, we draw these conclusions. Now, I, I say the word conclusions. Some of you might be going, but it's research, and we can, you know, quantify the data, and la, 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 and that's fantastic, and that is totally applicable in different areas and, diff, you know, in different um, purposes and objectives around the globe and throughout the fields of medicine and psychology and psychiatry and all of that. Okay, cool. And no, I'm not contesting anything in any study that's ever been done. That's not the point of today's conversation either. Really, what I want to play with is what do we know about our mind? What are we aware of about our mind? Um, as a kid, I remember one of the popular commercials well, I don't know if it was popular, but it, it aired quite a bit throughout my childhood. I, I just recall um, it was, I believe, an advertisement for uh, college. And it may have actually been for the United Negro College Fund, actually. Um, and one of their taglines was, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And that always, I found that line interesting. Um, and I was, it kind of, resonated for me, you know, and so um, so that was one of the things I recall early on that just sort of sort of waved at me, um, and then, now, I grew up in theater, for any of you who don't know that, I grew up doing theater, dancing, and singing, and acting, I love the stage, and um, <clears throat> love theater, and uh, it was actually, <laughs> love Shakespeare, there's a line from the play Macbeth, it is by Lady Macbeth, and it it was a line that kind of sparked my curiosity. Uh, now, you know, we get it when we get it. And 
and inspiration can, can come from the most bizarre, strange places that, you know, as I say, no, if you stop asking it to make sense, if you don't ask it to make sense, it's just kind of cool how things can show up in the way they can show up. <laughs> so the line in Lady Macbeth, and of course, it's going to be hard to read the line without wanting to like say the line like <laughs> as Lady Macbeth, but I don't, I don't know that I do a great Lady Macbeth. So um, I'll give you the whole little deal here because you kind of will set it up. So in the play, um, Macbeth is kind of having doubts. Now, if you've never heard of the play Macbeth, um, it's the story of uh, Macbeth and his wife, Lady Macbeth, and they plot to kill uh, a king. I believe it's a king. Um, it's been a while since I've done this, but yes. Um, so that Macbeth can actually ascend to the throne. And of course, as Shakespeare does, he has written it with so many amazing twists and turns and intricacies that I just love. Um, so in this particular part of the play, uh, Macbeth is having some doubts and he's asking if we should fail. And Mac Lady Macbeth responds with, we fail but screw your courage to the sticking place, and we'll not fail. When Duncan is asleep, where to the rather shall his day's hard journey soundly invite him? His two chamberlains will I with wine and wassail so convince that memory, the warder of the brain, shall be a fume, and the receipt of reason a limbeck only. When in swinish sleep their drenched natures lie as in a death, what cannot you and I perform upon the unguarded Duncan? <laughs> now that line the receipt of reason alimbic only I that caught my attention you know things have a funny way of showing up in the way they show up so the limbic system the, when we talk about parts of the brain that's where that kind of sent me at that point when I was studying the play and if you study Shakespeare that's like one of your that's one of your um your basics. Macbeth is just like a required part of the <laughs> of the program. Um, so it, it took me into studying the brain. It took me into looking at the mind and the brain and all of that. Now that was, you know, I was in high school. I was a little bit younger, and um, <laughs> or chronologically anyway. Um, and so I looked up. If you look up the limbic system. The limbic system lies inside the cerebrum of the brain. And again, this is not an anatomy lesson. This is just sort of where I went at that point. Um, it is sometimes also called the emotional brain because it takes charge of our emotional response. Now, even that line right there, here's part of what I want to play with today because it takes charge of our emotional response. Yeah. So, and then it says the, the thalamus, the hypothalamus, the uh, amygdala, and the hippocampus are four different sections that make up the limbic system. We don't have to go into that because it's really not an anatomy lesson. So, um, but there, so we have our brain and we have our mind, and there's all kinds of fabulous academic and intellectual conversation and philosophical conversation about, you know, whether the two will meet and how they meet, and what they do, and who they are. Um, so, of course, I Googled, you know, that topic. And just as a quick perusal, there's uh, this little thing came up, and it says, the brain is an organ, but the mind isn't. 
The brain is a physical place where the mind resides. The mind is a manifestation of thought, perception, emotion, determination, memory, and imagination that takes place within the brain. And the mind is often used to refer especially to thought processes of reason. So isn't it interesting? Now this whole, let me, let me slow down for two seconds. This whole um, pursuit that we do of understanding ourselves and having consciousness of ourselves and, and being conscious of ourselves and just being conscious as ourselves, that is just like, the never-ending fun game for me. However, I don't any longer have... Um, <laughs> I no longer have a need to explain it. <laughs> and, and once I let go of that, uh, so many things started to just show up for me in a way that that actually resonated. I could say that made sense, but it's really not about that it has to make sense. Of course, that's why I said at the top of the show, this is what we play with. We stop asking life to make sense. And we stop asking whatever it is we're we're playing with to make sense. And when you remove the parameter that something has to be logically explained, so much more of that can show up in a way that you, one, never even imagined it was it could show up to you. And two, in a way that can be so much more enjoyable and really so much more of a contribution to to you individually and specifically, you who are doing the seeking and the exploring, okay? So I look at all of this data we have, um, and then I, I have here in the last probably six or so months, I've been noticing um, and my attention has been kind of drawn to the conversations wherein people are making their remarks such as, you know, your mind has, your mind basically functions this way and this is how it is. And oftentimes the slant that they're approaching it from is really kind of like that your mind works against you, that our mind works against us. Now, here's something I'm aware of. I, I love bodies. I work with bodies. That's just some of the fun I get to have. And what I have observed is that our minds, our, our brains are amazing. Our brains, holy moly, uh, if, if we it, it, just talk about a divine design, talk about like something that is all-encompassing that no human conception could have created um, all of the, the bits and, and parts and functions that our brain does. It's, it's amazing. If you just really take a look at and get present with what our brain does in any given millisecond of our lifetime with our bodies, it's amazing, truly. So then we talk about our mind and our awareness to, to me when i started to play with things related to the topic of our mind it what i started to notice was that there was more awareness my my presence with me and with the things around me and with my world and with my life and with the universe began to intensify and increase and what i'm hearing when i'm hearing people talk about 
um, you know, the mind functions this way. The, your brain does this and your mind does this. They're, they're coming at it from a perspective that really, interestingly, seems as though that's the only possibility with our brain and with our mind. Now, I don't know if any of you remember hearing this little statement either, that um, I think this came around, gosh, it's been around for a pretty long time in, in my existence, um, is you know that we only use 10% of our brain. There's a, we could call it a, a theory, that we only use a small percentage of our brain function and capacity. That always intrigued me, and it always actually resonated as though it, it, it were true for me. There was something about that that, that rang true for me. Um, it didn't inspire me to go into the study of neurology <laughs> to, to find out. And what was I aware of? I don't know that I need to study neurology to find that out or to, to discover that for myself. So if, we're, if that resonates for you, I'm going to ask you again, what are you aware of? What are you aware of? Of course, if it doesn't resonate for you, I'm going to ask you, what are you aware of with your brain and with your mind and with the topic of our brain and our mind? What do we really have an awareness of with all of this? Oh, my goodness. I've opened a can of worms. How does it get even funner? <laughs> Yeah, and so just so we're, we have some clarity here, this is not about finding answers. So I am not having today's topic for us to say, you know, definitely this is how it is and this is the function and this is how we have to do this. My invitation today with this topic is where are the places and spaces that could open up for us with this topic that would actually allow each of us individually, I could say respectively and collectively, that would allow us to find what works for us, that would allow us to have more of what we know with a capital K. And last week I was talking about why the heck would you want to have more of you? <laughs> and what if that's part of accessing the more of us is really allowing our brain and our mind to begin to show us what they can actually show us, what is actually possible for them with them. And I mean, yes, without them, um, I, you know, I, I can't say that I've lived without my brain in this lifetime. <laughs> Sometimes I have, I've tried to set it aside, <laughs> um, but it doesn't really work that way. So, um, but that could be a gruesome Shakespeare play as well. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, this is really light for me, and I this is so fun. And I wonder if you might be trying to make this really serious. And if you are, would you be willing to stop that for at least the next, you know, for the remainder of our conversation today? Would you be willing to actually allow yourself into the possibility that you have some awareness here, that you actually know something here, that you actually have a contribution that you can be here for you. And if you want to be it for anybody else, that's awesome. That's an option, and that's great and fantastic. And we're going to start with each of us. That's 
that's my invitation as well. We're starting with each of us. Okay? So, how about we take a little breather? <laughs> and I invite you um, over the break to just, uh, if you don't want to dance, I, I like to dance over the break because <laughs> I love my music. Um, if you don't want to dance, um, if you would just take a few breaths, a few deep breaths, and just choose to be present here. Be present with this and be with the question, what am I aware of with all of this? What do I know about this that I've never even played with before? And what would, what would become possible and what could possibly change if I were willing to acknowledge this now? Yeah. And on that note, my darlings, <laughs> you are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark, and my fabulous co-host, Miss Lillaroo. And we're talking about enemy mind today. And are you making an enemy of yours? Hmm. And what else is possible? We'll be right back. What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> All righty, and take a breath. And bring it on back or bring it on forward, sideways, wherever and however you're getting here, you're welcome to the next segment of <laughs> Living Beyond Linear Radio Show. I'm Keisha Clark. I'm so grateful you're here and that we're playing with this topic today. And I got Melilla Rue here as well. Um, we're talking about enemy mind. So, yeah, what came up for you over the break? Um, and if you're just joining us, um, I invite you to listen to the replay because we, well, I said a couple of interesting things in the first segment <laughs> and we were talking about, are you making an enemy of your mind? So have you just bought into all of the research, all of the, well, it's not the research, it's, have you bought into the, the perspective taken by those who are playing with the research and have you bought into the conclusions that they've come to? Uh, and the theories that they've created about limitations of the mind. So I find it interesting, um, and I, I do also find it to be true for me, that um, the, the brain is a yes organ, and the mind is a yes, um, it's not an organ, I don't know, calling the mind an organ is kind of funny, um, but the mind is a yes instrument. So what do I mean by that? Uh, there's there's lots of practices around this um, as well that 
if you take a perspective such as um, life is hard, <laughs> life is difficult, um, your mind is a yes instrument in in that. It, it responds in a way, it can respond in a way, I'm making no definitive statements here, it can respond in a way to actually reinforce your statement, to actually bring you um, to different moments of uh, realization that that could be accurate. Now, does it mean that that's absolutely how life is or has to be? Not necessarily. And yet, what I see is that what our perspective, the, the perspective we take, is typically what will be confirmed for us. And so that's part of where, uh, I don't know if you've heard me say this before, but I talk about shifting your perspective and shattering your limitations. It's Another phrase that I, I like is that perspective is everything. It's where you're looking at something from. So wherever you're looking at your life from will largely have influence on what shows up and how it can show up. And is that a function of the mind completely, solely? I don't, I don't get that that is. I get that that's energy responding to whatever conclusion we make. That's the universe responding to our conclusion. And so when we talk about limitations of the mind, um, and if you've not listened to any of the shows with Dr. Ron Jainer, he's another one of our fantastic hosts here on Inspired Choices Network. He does a fantastic, has a fantastic set of conversations um, around um, the mind and how bodies function and um, he's talking about it as it pertains to health, mental health and emotional health and physical health. Um, his show is called Grizzly Bears and Two-Year-Olds, Two and it airs actually on the same day as my show does. Um, you can also find it in the replays in the archives. Um, Grizzly Bears and Two-Year-Olds, Dr. Ron Jainer, some fantastic conversations that he's having. If you want to play more with um, mind and brain and, and body wellness, um, there's this interesting something um, that we tend to want to only let our minds, how do I say this, facilitate our, it's not necessarily our fear, uh, although that's a popular choice that I see out in the world. <laughs> Um, hi, Carol. <laughs> I'm talking with my hands, so I'm not typing. So Carol just came in the chat, in the chat room. Um, so it's okay. Let me put it in a question: What is it that you're allowing your mind to facilitate you with? And are you are you asking your mind to maintain limitation for you, or are you asking your mind to be showing you something else. And this is this is something each of us really gets to play with for ourselves. You know, when we ask the universe, when we ask our, you know, we we've got so many interesting terms. Our higher self, our greater self, our inner self, our outer self, our sideways self, our self from the, you know, 1920, our self from 1549. 
So however you see this, <laughs> whoever it is and whatever it is and, and however it is, you you know that you're talking to and tapping into, okay? I don't have to have a specific name for it. Um, I'm tapping into the energy. And of course, I'm the person who loves the question, what would it be like to function from the entirety of our existence? So I'm not asking for you to like necessarily chart a specific date or lifetime. But when you tap into the allness, okay, of you, um, what do you what do you notice? Like, is that your mind? Is that your consciousness? Is that your being? And and do we have to know? Do we have to label or break down the components to be able to have our awareness? And to be able to choose something amazing. To be able to choose beyond what we're used to. If you're used to struggle limitation, if you're used to, I have to go through, you know, 10 years of proving myself before I can actually reach X, Y, or Z goal or or target or accomplishment or achievement, however you want to say that, it's the perspective we take. It's the energy we're functioning from. Or you could say it's the belief system you're functioning from. You could say that too. That largely determines what you can create, what we can create. And part of what I love about that is that it can change in a moment. So the spectrum of possibility can vastly increase (laughs) and open up in a moment the second we shift our perspective. So what is it with our brain and our mind that we could shift today in this conversation, in this moment, that would allow more to unfold for us, that would allow more to open up for us? And for all of you who might be requiring or thinking you require, you know, um, really specific description, really specific um, explanation here, I'm going to ask you to, I'm going to ask you to just kind of test those boundaries a little bit, or a lot. <laughs> and and what if, what if you can get beyond? the linear aspect of this. I mean, uh, this is the show, Living Beyond Linear. Okay, yes. And truly, what if you were not really having to see this from a linear perspective? The brain does not work in a linear fashion. The brain does not function in a linear way. It actually functions quite chaotically. So for us to execute a task... It's not just a matter of, in our brain, it's not just a matter of the the parts of the brain required to execute that task. They don't light up in a linear order. They actually flash all over the place. The, the, the systems, the little areas of our brain that are involved in us executing a particular task, whatever that task may be, it's it's more than just one part of the brain and if you were to look at an MRI, 
of someone's brain when you ask them to execute a task like raise your arm or uh, open a jar or you know put the spoon on the plate, you would see different areas of the brain flash all over the place. So it's like this firing of systems. It's more like fireworks than it is a linear procession or progression of areas of the brain that light up or or get involved with executing a task. So what is it that we created as so necessary with regard to having our awareness of our our brain and our minds? What did we create? What do we need to create it as a linear function for? Simply so we can make it a, a neat and tidy explanation? I mean, really? <laughs> do you do you do you get this? It's it's very subtle. And that we do this, the the fact that we do this is is really intriguing to me because we do this with so much of our lives. And what I get is that it kind of starts with the perspective we take of our mind. And so if we if we think <laughs> this is kind of funny to say, if we think, if we take the perspective that our mind has to function in a linear fashion, that our mind has to make sense of something, and only then can we truly understand something. I know, it kind of feels weird, doesn't it? Yes. So I'm perceiving <clears throat> that some of you feel like we're kind of running in circles. And that is something we can do in our mind. And what I'm what I'm challenging here is what if we took any of the need to explain it off of the table? And and started to just experiment. Started to just play with this for ourselves. So this is not about reaching a destination for me. This is just really about, are you willing to play with this? And are you willing to play with it in a way that's fun for you? And are you willing to actually know more for you? Do you have to be limited by your mind? Does your mind always have to take you into the past? Does your mind always have to be um, something that uh, that you have to move beyond, or that you have to be in, you have to to function in spite of? I don't that that doesn't resonate for me. Now, if that resonates for you, totally fantastically perfect. And I just want to challenge that: Is our mind our enemy? Does it really limit us? Or is there something there that if we were to begin to play with it, begin to acknowledge it and play with it, would actually open up even more of our life to us, even more of the possibilities of co-creating with our bodies, even more of our consciousness? I looked up the word consciousness, because <laughs> you know, if you've played with me before, I love etymology online. And so I go to the little etymology online dictionary, and I look up the word consciousness, and guess what it says? 
<laughs> it says, as a noun, from the 1630s, quote unquote, internal knowledge. Uh, and it says from conscious plus ness, N-E-S-S, meaning, quote, state of being aware, end quote. That's all it says. Well, it says is from 1746. <laughs> okay, technically, that's all it says. Now, I, I was like, oh my gosh, how cool is that? Because a lot of us want uh, to put consciousness and mind together. Like we have a conscious mind, we have an unconscious mind. That's another conversation that makes me nuts. And I used to have it a lot. And now, as I played with this questions around the mind and my mind and our brain and consciousness, for me what I began to get was there doesn't have to be a conscious and unconscious mind. I don't have to look at it that way. It could still be that way. That might be true. That might be accurate. And if I use conscious and unconscious mind as limitations, if I buy the theories or the conclusions about your conscious mind does this and your unconscious mind does this and when you're in your conscious mind and when you're in your unconscious mind and all, do you get the sense of I'm sectioning off parts of the possibilities, parts of what who I am, if I, then, if I instead, or if I go beyond the separation of my mind into conscious and unconscious mind, if I just be present with my mind and I start to ask questions, huh, what, do, what am I aware of here? The state of being aware. <laughs> what am I aware of here? Do I need to have an unconscious mind? Does my unconscious mind have to be something that limits me? What if my unconscious mind is the space where all the fantastic stuff is? <laughs> but if you keep it unconscious to you, holy moly, what if it's not all the bad stuff? What if the boogeyman isn't in your unconscious mind? <laughs> what if the boogeyman is in your conscious mind? See, this is just some of the fun that I'm asking you to have, if this is fun for you. If it's not, then okay, you don't have to choose it. But this is part of what I love to play with. And no, this is not about finding an answer. So every moment you have in your whole life that you go into question to play with something, but you default into, I have to find an answer, I have to find out what it means. If you're not in the field of research and it's not like, you know, your $100 million grant doesn't depend on you coming up with a hypothesis, stop trying to do that. What else could you be aware of? What else could you be willing to play with? And what is it about your mind that you have decided is possible and is the extent of possibilities that is absolutely the minimalistic limitation of possibility, the, the minimalistic of what is possible with your mind. I know that wasn't the best English, but oh well, bear with me. We're, I'm getting excited. So do you, do you get this? Do you want to get this? <laughs> and how does it land for you? Again, honor this for you. If this lands for you in a way that kind of like, you know, gets your little molecules excited or your little neurons excited, then play with this some more. I invite you to play with this. I invite you to see what it is that you know for yourself. 
You don't have to take it out into the world if you don't want to. You don't have to share it on social media if you don't want to. It's not about all of that. It's just about finding it for you. And that's what I love that we get to do. We get to find out what works for us. That's what, that's what we get to do with our life. Our life does not have to be for anyone else and it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. So if you had absolutely no worries, concerns, or expectations that you have to be able to explain you to, to anyone else, what else could you be aware of? With your mind, with your life, with consciousness. Yeah, and would you be willing to let your brain be a part of that? Would you be willing to access the possibilities of your brain? All that parts of the brain, the functions that maybe we have let be dormant for far, far longer than we're even aware of. Would you be willing to start waking some of that up? (laughs) What if we designed our bodies to actually facilitate capacities beyond what is logical and explainable? And what if our mind is a way and a space and a, a frontier, if you will, or a universe even? What if we can actually allow our minds to assist us in creating greater, in accessing more of ourselves. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And what if we stopped asking it to make sense? So anywhere you're defaulting into figuring it out, just take a breath and just, just let yourself have your awareness. Yeah. Even if it's your awareness about a potted plant, it doesn't matter. Just let yourself have your awareness in this moment. Beautiful. (laughs) Oh, I love us. Oh, my gosh. We are amazing. We are amazing creatures and incredible creators. And we're going to take a little break. So have a break, have a breath, have a little dance moment here. I invite you to stay present. I invite you to keep playing with these questions, with the with the possibilities, with your awareness. And Lily and I will um, will see you on the other side of this break. We'll be right back. be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 
and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back forward sideways to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear Radio Show. I'm Keisha Clark. I am here with my co-host, Lidaru. And um, we are playing today with Enemy Mind. Have you made an enemy of your mind? Are you making an enemy of your mind? Wow. Um, I'm just kind of loving the space that has opened up in the last few minutes of the conversation. Um, It's almost like it took that well, it took that portion of the show, of the conversation, to reach a space where we started to let go of the expectation about our mind. Now, I love that we can do that. And I have no investment uh, that, you know, when I came into the show today, I was very much aware uh, that this was going to be a really different kind of conversation. (laughs) And... This was not about having a specific conclusion as our takeaway. So whatever the takeaway is that that you get today, it's yours. And I invite you to just have it and play with it. And if it is a contribution, if it is generative for you, will you absolutely keep playing with that? And and what else could you be playing with? Um, if not, if it's like, oh, that woman is just talking crazy, then cool. Would you be willing to just put it away and move on and ask another question? And what else do you want to play with? Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Um, before we jump all the way back in to the conversation, I just want to share a little bit with you. I'm going to be a few places around the Dallas-Fort Worth area here uh, within the next few weeks. And um, on October the 1st, Sunday, October the 1st, you can find me at my table at the Dallas Psychic Fair. So if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area on Sunday, October the 1st, um, come play with us. You can come in. You can see amazing people. You can play with all different kinds of um, practitioners and facilitators and vendors who have some gorgeous things that they're they're sharing with the people. Um, you can also have readings from a number of us. Um, I do readings at the Dallas Psychic Fair. You can come see me and come play with me at my table. Um, there's also a whole lot of other readers, and I have no investment that you only pick me. So um, if you want to come play with me, though, and meet me in person, that's a place you can do it. And I'm also going to be playing October, the middle of October. Uh, I think it's the 14th and 15th. Um, might be the 15th and 16th. I could be way off. It's the middle of October. <laughs> it's the Addison Health Expo um, in Addison, Texas, which is just north of Dallas. So again, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, if you want to come play in person, that's actually a two-day event with um, lots of health and wellness, um, all kinds of stuff going on. So even more peeps and vendors and practitioners and facilitators and all kinds of beautiful people to play with. So um, that is in Addison, Texas. And um, I thank you to everyone who came to play. I held my first 
um, Saturday Psychic Fair online. It was it's it, it was me, a one woman psychic fair. So it wasn't quite the same as what you you know, like I didn't have vendors and such. And I still had a blast. It was really light to just call it the Saturday Psychic Fair with Keisha. And um I'm so grateful and I will be doing some more of those. Um you, you for everybody around the world who's always hearing me say, if you're going to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, and and you're not going to be able to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area when you hear me say that, then the online psychic fairs are a way for me to offer you the psychic fair uh, rate as a gift, um, even though you might not be in the DFW area. So uh, keep an eye out. I'm going to be posting some more of those throughout, um, probably like once a quarter, something like that. It was a lot of fun. I really love getting to play online too. Um, I do have a way, I use the Zoom platform, and oops, I do have a way to record the sessions. Um, we just, we had a blast. It was great. So thank you everyone for all of that. So, um, okay, we're we're going to bring our conversation. We're in our last few minutes here. And thank you, LuLaRue. <laughs> um, so what, what do we want to take away from today? Is it even required that we take anything away from today? What is today's conversation desiring us to be aware of? What is it desiring us to ah, to know and to maybe if it, is it requiring anything from us? Is it inviting us to something that could create the ease for us with choosing, with creating, with exploring, um, or with things like public speaking, or even just having a conversation with one other person. What ease is available with today's conversation about our mind? And what, what have we decided is possible with our mind that is actually a limitation in disguise? And what have we decided is not possible with our mind that is a limitation that we're imposing on ourselves? And so, you know, we play with things like mind over matter, we, we talk about setting intentions, um, all the different aspects of our mind. What are you, what have you been using your mind for? Have you been using your mind to create? Have you been using it, have you been allowing it to be a contribution to you or have you been trying to live your life like in spite of it? And so what could change now? Could you have a different perspective of your mind, with your mind? And what if your mind does not have to be your enemy? What if it does not have to be something you have to overcome? What if it's not something that runs amok unless you let it? This is the beautiful thing that I am having... I'm just receiving from the universe all of these messages again and again over and over about it gets to we get to be the ones to choose. It's not our mind that controls us. And we don't have to control our mind. 
What if none of what we've been taught is actually required when it comes to our mind or our bodies? Oh, gosh, you know, we could have tons more conversations. The, the plasticity of our brains, the, the you know, psychic capabilities, the, it's just all of, all of the things that, the, the, the conversations that um, could angle into this topic or branch off from this topic, however you want to say it, um, it's a lot of them. And so our mind is something that, um, well, the topic of our mind is is vast. And ah, what if we didn't have to buy into any of what is presented to us about our mind? What if our mind is actually ours? What if that's part of the beauty of it? It gets to be ours. Your mind is for you to explore and play with and discover and utilize in a way that works to create the life you desire. What if it can actually facilitate you? What if it can actually contribute to you? What if it can actually allow you to access possibilities that you have not even imagined yet? What if the mind is a place that you could actually imagine more of your life into existence. If you stopped asking it to make sense, could it show up with even more ease and more excitement and more fun? Yeah. So I just invite you to play with this, folks. I have no investment that it go in any particular direction. We're just going to be with it and just let it show us What if we allowed life to show us? What if we allowed our minds to show us things? What if that's part of the process that we have left out or we've unlearned? And is it time for you to choose now to know it, to relearn it, to recognize it, and let it really work for you and be empowered? So everywhere you've made your mind an enemy, would you stop that now? Have a great week, everybody. I adore you. Thank you for listening today to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events. And you have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week. Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.